everybody. Welcome to another episode of Pencil Problems. In this episode, uh, we really dove into kind of time management and work-life balance. Like how do you how do you juggle, in our case, a family, a career, and, and side projects? And what sort of has to get prioritized and what ends up falling off because of that? It's a, it's a pretty good episode. It's a little uh, little more freeform than normal, but uh, we hope you enjoy. As always, uh, send us feedback to hello at pencilproblems.com. Hit us up at PencilPod on Twitter. And uh, here we go. This is Pencil Problems. Okay, maybe we just, we just let's roll. Um, <laughs> let's do it. I'm gonna. So it's really interesting. I was gonna just bring this up to you because um, I'm writing this month eleven thing, and um, I went to this birthday party. I guess so. Now it's been like a few weeks ago, and this guy uh, Jordan, like I knew him in university days, and it's not like this guy was a punk, but he was. He, he was not like a super wholesome guy, um, but I ran into him. I haven't seen this guy in years, and he's full on dad mode now. And he has like two kids. Um, he dresses like a prototypical kind of dad. Like if you saw this guy, you know, <laughs> yeah. he has like the tucked in golf shirt with like the walking shoes. And I'm like, oh, man, like what happened to you? Um, and it's funny because like when you – like going into this whole parenthood and I, I struggle with this myself. It's just, there's this like identity shift and it's almost like you, um, kind of forget who you are or who you want it to be in a way because your life becomes so engulfed by your, your, your children. Like that becomes your full identity. And, um, it's crazy. Like, do you, do you find that at all? Like, do you, do you, or, um, you know, Christina ever lose sight of, like, do you guys have changed so drastically from what you guys used to be? Do you guys, mm. do you guys find that at all? No, I don't know. Actually, I don't think we have. Interesting. So okay. We decided to bring the kids into our life versus, I mean, of course we've changed. Everything changes. Yeah. Everything changes. So... In fact, I was talking to uh, Christina's. We, we went out to the um, that Infinity Mirrors exhibit a couple weekends ago with mm-hmm. uh, Christina's brother and his fiance. Yeah, and we were, we were we were actually asking out of curiosity, not being sarcastic. Like, what do you guys do on the weekends? <laughs> hmm. Like, well, what do single people? Or sorry, what do non married, non kid people do on the weekends? Because we've honestly forgotten what we used to do. I used to be this massive gamer. I was a mm-hmm. huge gamer. Mm-hmm. I haven't literally haven't touched a video game since Jack was 10 days old. I, yeah. I haven't even, t- I really have not touched a video game. I don't even think I would know what, <laughs> I, I don't even know what, I don't even know how to hold a controller. Like it really, like I would be mm-hmm. so lost right now if I were to jump back into gaming yeah. and, but I'm totally fine with that. I have no interest in in video gaming at all. Like I don't, I have no interest in going and playing a video game right now. So um, it, in that sense, I've changed. Like that's a simple yeah. one. But um, you're gonna you're gonna have to get the Switch, Nintendo Switch, at some point because Jack's 
probably going to be all into that and uh he's going to bring you into gaming bring you back oh to man gaming. yeah like we were we were playing zelda at my cousin's house who's yeah. um and jack was into it he was watching and he he asked to play and he was running around and yeah. And I got really excited. I mean, I almost yeah. bought a Switch the next day and then <laughs> realized that he's still only four. I really shouldn't be getting him. I mean, I'll wait till he's... But I did get out my Nintendo Wii, and I think that we're going to play like tennis and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that, that's, that sounds like more good for a four-year-old than like sitting in front of a TV. But... Um, so... I, okay, so I, anyways, I, I bring that up because I, I, it's also like I just think about this idea of identity and I think about like even my mom, um, like my mom, I feel like went all in on her kids and, you know, me and my brother are, it, it's her life and it's everything to her and it's amazing and it's awesome. But I remember growing up and I was like, mom, you have to have like your own hobbies, like you have to have your, like these other things that you're into and um it can't just be us you know i remember i remember thinking that distinctly and there's this i guess bigger topic i want to talk to you about is just this idea of like work and life balance and how how do you um you know you're you're a busy guy you you work at like a startup you got two kids you got like the able cells we got this podcast there's a lot of things going on and um how, how do you, I guess, I, I want to talk to you about like, how, how do you, how do you prioritize and how do you figure out like a good balance between work and life and your kids and hubba and like, you know, where, yeah. How, how do you navigate this, the, the world that you, you live in right now? <laughs> Great question, man. Um, so, okay. I, there's two two thought experiments that I play a lot in my head. I, I think about this stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, one comes from this book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And you do this thing where, I, I do this probably like every month. I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this before. Um, I pretend I'm dead. And I visualize what my eulogy is going to be. So I picture someone in my family I picture someone that I've worked with and I picture one of my friends and I I seriously I visualize and I and I almost try to tell myself what these people are going to say about me when I'm dead what I want Mm -hmm. them to say about me when I'm dead and depending on how I feel after that exercise tells me whether or not at the highest level I'm aligned in my life so Okay. okay you know am I Am I am I reaching out to my friends and seeing how they're doing and if they need help and where I can help them? When I talk to people, do I really listen to them or am I thinking about something else? Do I do I really spend quality time with my kids or you know, do I do I show my life my wife that I love her in small ways and do I talk to my parents? You know, all this shit that I really that, that's my that's what I value. So mm-hmm. um I that's like my that's my my compass. That's my barometer. And sometimes I will look at myself and be like, man, I, uh, you know, there's four guys I lived with for four years in in university, and they're they're my they're like my brothers. And 
sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck James is doing right now. I have no mm-hmm. idea what James is doing. That's mm-hmm. that's not good. So I'm gonna call. I'm gonna give James a call, and mm-hmm. or we're gonna we gotta organize a a get together because I don't mm-hmm. ever want to have that feeling. You know that that kind of stuff. Then I'm. Uh, that's kind of the one. Uh, yeah, that's like the big big blocks. Then the other one more. Um, kind of tactically around family which again is, is is kind of a weird exercise but so you ever been to a wedding and you listen to the speeches that the groom or the bride give about their mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that yeah. is that is and it has nothing to do with the people who are there and like getting praise and seeing so your friends can see what a great person you are but I really look at I, I'm I'm critical of those speeches because you can tell when you can tell how good of a parent you were based on the speech at that moment in your life. This is the one chance as a child that you have two minutes to tell the world what you think about your parents. And sometimes it's really generic and bland and sometimes it's very heartfelt. And my only goal in life is to have a connection with my kids that they they feel like that's a like that there's a a moment when they if they even choose to get married that might not even be a thing but I, I want I want them to really remember good times when they go up and 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 say that if they even say that I know it sounds weird but those mm-hmm. are two thought experiments that I run often and that's kind of how I stay aligned at the high level. So if Jack's not crying during that speech, you kind of failed. <laughs> no, not not even. It doesn't have to be crying. It's more like, is it just the generic bland? Wow, thanks, Dad. You were always there for me, and you know, you're a great guy. Thanks. You know, or is it one of those ones where you can just tell that no, no, there's a real connection here between, you know, um, and I just want that. I just want to have that kind of connection with my with my kids. Um, and the way I keep my side projects spinning is I, again, literally just book time for them. So, um, every single, uh, night I have one hour that I dedicate to, uh, able cells, mm-hmm. uh, drip social is every Thursday. Um, I have an hour every Thursday night where I make sure that everything that I need to do for drip social is done. And this podcast we have on a schedule as well. So, mm-hmm. um, I really run my life by by a calendar and I have these sort of check-ins with myself where I make sure that the right things are going in the calendar. So, sorry, that was a long answer, but that's kind of my, that's, yeah. that's how I kind of do it. So I, I got follow-up questions, um, but before I go into that, I guess I'll, I'll talk about like at a very high level, like what I have, how I've been approaching things. And um it's actually not dissimilar to my mom when I talk about her going all in for her kids because I feel like because my time is scarce now and, you know, Abby's also like obviously completely changed my life. I feel like everything I do, it's kind of indirectly for her in some ways or maybe that's just what I tell myself. Yeah. But even this podcast, because I think one day I'm going to tell her that you can do anything and you should just go and follow your dreams. And I'm going to give her, I'm going to try to be like that artsy person that says like, yeah, just go for it. 
don't who cares you don't have to work at a bank and do like a take a safe job or something like follow your passions do what you're into and i feel like i cannot say that to her unless i live that myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if, yeah so yeah i love that i feel like the podcast in some ways is it's, it's not like i don't know it's it, it might not be anything but at the same time it's like i went out and i did something and i, I made a podcast or i wrote a book and even if I don't get published, which, you know, it would, I'm going to try to get published, but if I don't get published, it's still like, I, I, I made, I, I took my shots and I made, uh, efforts to do that. Um, and even going to the gym, like I go to the gym twice a week, uh, maybe three times a week sometimes. And I schedule that in, in the morning. Um, but even that I'm kind of like, I just need to kind of stay healthy cause I want to be around for my daughter. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, yeah, sorry, you go on that all. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like, you know, when I was younger, and I still kind of do this, I try sometimes, I'll, I'll like try, try, try to push heavy weight. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I don't know, because it feels like the kind of man thing to do. Um, versus like now, I'll maybe do a little bit of that, but I will just try to just run more, get my cardio up, get make sure my heart's in good, good working condition. Um, but it's it's just it's just very different like um yeah like everything just seems to kind of revolve at least in my head around her so like if there's an activity for example like um playing a video game or something or watching the latest movie it's not really factoring into abby's life so i kind of like it falls really low on my priority list um of things to do because obviously my time is kind of scarce um but, and this is my question to you, is, is also like, you know, you schedule side projects one hour a week every night. So you got like th- three side projects. So you got one hour every night for um, Able Cells. You do the podcast once a week and you do the drip social thing once a week. Correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah. But so I, I got, I guess I, I got my side projects going on as well, but you know, when I'm writing or doing this podcast, it's also time that I'm not spending with Alicia. So, you know, there, it's a balance of things because you can, you only have so many cycles and if you're going to spend your cycles on side projects, you're not spending it with maybe your wife or your family or whatever mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. So have you, and like you and Christina, have you guys gotten any, any, any fights about that? Um, yeah, great, great question. So yeah, I mean, we definitely have over the years. I think that it's different. So I, I echo everything you said around, and it's, it's funny when I think about video games, that's a great, great kind of example. I was never really interested in video games until I mm-hmm. saw Jack's eyes light up playing Zelda. Mm. And now it's like, oh, this is going to be fun when he, when yeah. he like, so I, you're right. I will rediscover gaming through Jack because, yeah. or through Emma, I hope through both of them. Yeah. Um, and and I think we talked about this where when when your when your child is born, I've heard that one of two things happens to you. And I think we both fell on one side of the spectrum, which is you become more ambitious. You take mm-hmm. more risks. You become mm-hmm. because you want to be able to look at them and say, I you can do anything you want and look at I, I've got a track record to tell you that that's not BS. Mm-hmm. Whereas some of the people I worked with at my kind of big corporate job, at Glaxo, the, this pharma company, 
they had sort of gone the other way where they when once their kids came they wanted the very secure nine to five no homework no mm-hmm. risk and mm-hmm. and in a way very noble though because they said i am not going to spend one minute outside of work when i could be spending it with my kids yes and that's a very that's that's a very brave and noble and i used to think that was kind of giving up and in fact mm-hmm. if anything it's more selfless in a way mm-hmm. because they really do get to you know um focus that time more on their family yeah. so uh, but anyway, but back to your question, I think that with Christina, she's just one of those big rocks. So mm-hmm. I I've, I try to make sure that we are doing things that are fun and that we are making time for for ourselves or we're, you know, we have date nights and we, we try to do that stuff. And it, admittingly, we've both been pretty bad at this because it's been like three months since our last uh, like date night. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're kind of not each of us has kind of fallen there. But um, the other thing is Christina is just as busy or busier than me. So, mm. I mean, her job is, is uh, she, she's the breadwinner in our, in our relationship. Like she's the, mm-hmm. she has the more demanding um, job. So mm-hmm. the, in a way that kind of gives both of us a pass because we we understand each other's drive, you know, and that kind of stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. I think if she wasn't like that, it'd be a lot harder for me mm-hmm. to to do what I'm doing because it's um you know she she has a she has a side business as well, so mm-hmm. like she she gets it, and we we we're very forgiving with each other there. But again, to your to your point, like. We, I don't, I wouldn't say we've had fights about it, but it's, it's all, everything just comes down to time and you need to be very honest with yourself. Like, is this actually worth my time? Mm -hmm. So when I first started Able Cells, she was supportive. And then when she saw how much time I was spending, you know, she was just checking in like, like, are you like, like, why are you doing this? Like, are you like, are you, are you, are you making money here? Are you, are we losing money? Like, um, is this just to like, learn about what you're like, what you're doing at Hubba? Like, cause if it's the Hubba thing, I feel like you've kind of already done that. Like you could probably stop. You've kind of learned what you need to learn. And then I was like, no, no, no. Like, I think that, I think, I think I could build something here. I'm, I want to keep going. And she saw that look in my eye and she's like, okay, Um, but the difference is I do all of this when my family is asleep. So Mm. I never work on the weekends ever. Mm -hmm. Um, like I never take an hour on Saturday morning and work on able cells. If my kids are awake, I'm not working. That's kind of Mm -hmm. my, my rule. I mean, I, I will break that if I absolutely have to, but if my kids are awake, I'm not working. And and then when my kids go to sleep, I try to have at least a couple of hours where, you know, I'm just, you know, Christine and I can just hang out and talk and, um, you know, just do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to sleep and I go to work, <laughs> you know, and yeah, yeah. Um, which is bad for my health, though. So you can't there's no free lunch. So I'm paying for it in one way or another. And I... Um, I do worry that I'm going to find out that 
getting four to five hours sleep for 15 years is going to have serious health effects. Mm-hmm. And I, all I can say to that is like, I'm willing to take that chance right now. Like I'm, I'm yeah. kind of, I'm, I'm going to roll those dice, but, um, no, it, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's uh, true. Like, like something's got to give. Right. And, uh, even for me, like when I'm working on projects, it's either, you know, late when everyone's kind of asleep and I'm working on stuff. Um, but it also means like, I got to wake up in the morning, I got to go to work. So, you know, I'm just gonna, I have to sacrifice sleep because it, it is a time thing. Like you're limited by time. Right. Um, or like even on the go train, I just don't sleep. I do all my writing on the go train. Right, so, yeah. um, it, it's, it's, yeah, I, it's, it's funny how like sleep is the one thing that just generally for both of us has kind of fallen off. Um, <laughs> and, and but, time will tell if that was a good bet or not. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I do really worry about that cause I'm, I'm so into all this, like, you know, health research and, and all that. And, uh, I'm, I, I'm legitimately worried. Like there is a lot of evidence that, you know, the best thing you can do for all factor health is to just go to sleep. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, I, I think where I always draw the line is like, I'm, I think I'm just very lucky. I'm a very happy guy. And mm-hmm. I, my side projects make me even happier because mm-hmm. they are my creative outlet. They are my, they're my, like my, my expression. I, I'm not an artist. I build mm-hmm. things, you know, I build. Yeah. Able cells is my watercolors canvas. I have no, I have no desire to paint on a canvas, but I love going into my garage and figuring out how I'm going to double my orders next week. Like that's just a lot of fun for me. Yeah. So, and if it feels like work, I'm like, sometimes it does feel like work. And I think that it, it has to like exercising sucks. I never enjoy, like I'm not one of those people that loves exercise. I'm not like, Oh man, I feel like shit and I'm loving it. And you know, I exercise because it's good for me and, mm-hmm. and it, I hate every minute of it sometimes, but mm-hmm. I still do it because it's, it's good for me. And there's some nights that able cells feels like that. Like it's yeah. two, two o'clock in the morning and I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing? But but at the end of it, I feel great. Same with exercise. You're done exercising. You're like, yes, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't let that voice overpower me. I think overall happiness has to be a factor here because if, if you're if you're doing all this stuff or if you're if you can't manage, if you can't balance this, then and you're becoming a, a jerk or you're you're getting short with your kids or you're like, mm-hmm. you know, what, like then you're just you're 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 in a failure pattern and you got to stop and yeah. it doesn't matter how much money you're making or, or whatever like you're just you're becoming this hollywood cliche and mm-hmm. you know there is no way that you're going to look back on your life and wish that you you know wrote another book if you you don't have those moments with your kids and um yeah so i'm and, and but but again, like going back to this conversation we had about our parents, I don't know if our like let's talk about specifically about our dads. I don't think our dads thought like that. No. And hell no. <laughs> right? Or or or, di- or did they? And they'll never admit it. Uh, no. We talked about this. I think both our dads think we're soft. Uh, 
yeah, 100%. Um, but it's a different time, right? And But do you think that there's a part of them that's like jealous wish- in a way? Maybe. I I, th- I think so. Um, definitely as like my, my dad's gotten older, I think he he appreciates the time he spends with like his kids more and his kind of grandkids and stuff. Um, cause you get different perspective, I think, right. You, you, you realize, I guess, I don't know, at least for my dad, it's like money is one thing, but like time is the real barometer of everything. Time is like the, the limiting factor for everything. And if you can turn back time, would you just spend that cycles that you had to just, try to make more money or to just spend quality time with your kids. But, but because like the devil's advocate Mm -hmm. is that, but there's a, you know, there, there's another end to this though, where again, like, is this just because we're so lucky that we live where we live and we have the jobs that we do and we have the education that we do? Like Mm -hmm. there exists a world where you spend so much time with your kids that you get fired from your job. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you you know you get laid off and then you realize you've got no other skills and then you can't get a job and then you hurt your back and the doctor gives you some pills and the pills make you feel good and you start taking pills and all of a sudden you're addicted to opioids and and you, you know like yeah. I like there there exists that <laughs> world too where you know so it's all about finding that middle ground but um if my wife came home to me and said guess what they're giving me a a 3000% raise um, I would quit. I think I would quit everything and just be a stay-at-home dad. Like I really think that I could be very mm-hmm. happy doing that because I just love, I love it. I, I really do. Um, and I feel like I could still, you know, find a way to do side projects while being a stay-at-home dad. Um, and but at the same time, I, I I say that, and then I really look at that, and I say like that's not true though. Like you don't really. No. I mean. You know, like that's not because I, but, I I think I think a part of you likes going to work. I think part of you likes working at Hubba. You know, like oh, I love or, it, and that's I I yeah. do I I do love it. And so we we talk about that balance and having enjoying what you do, like working is part of that. Right, right, and 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 so are these side projects because they yeah. give you they give you the freedom of of trying things that you can't try at work. You know, yeah. and yeah, yeah, um. The one in my life that's been losing is the friend one. Mm-hmm. And I've been struggling with this because this is one where I don't know if it's just the stage of life that we're at because we have young kids mm-hmm. where it's very hard to be a really good friend and a very good husband and a very good father. Yeah. Because yeah. – your friends always want the same time that your family wants from you. Yeah. Yeah. And what I've noticed is that my relationships, my friend relationships have really shrunk. So I have very few good friends and I, even, even the ones that I will call my best friends that if I could just like, every time we meet, it's like we've never missed a beat. Mm -hmm. I still can go, a month without talking to them. So yeah. sometimes even more, sometimes even three months without talking or even seeing them. Yeah. And it's like, that's been kind of bugging me. And I'm curious, like, 
what, what I'm curious, like what you feel about that. Cause that's when I start looking at these side projects and I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Like, yeah. why are we talking here tonight? Like I could have been talking to, well, I mean, I consider you one of my best friends, but, um, and again, like what I realized though, is that what I try to do is build structures in my life, like, like drip social. One of the mm -hmm. only reasons why I work on this thing is because one of my best friends, it's his company. So mm -hmm. it's, it's an excuse for me to call him and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then, and then like, it just, it gives me an excuse to stay in his life. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This podcast think... is an excuse for us to talk to each other every single week. And yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I I found I, I found I guess when I had kids, that's when my oh sorry when I had Abby. So just in the last year, really, that's when my social network really shrunk, and it's part it's for a few reasons I think. It's because like half my friends have kids, half don't. So the ones who don't have kids, they're just in a very different world than I'm in now. And What's up, Masashi? <laughs> it's true, um, because you know they're talking about they're dating all these girls and they're, they went out and did this and I'm just in a very different headspace now. And I'm just like, like I, I got, I, I got to change a diaper right now. I have like just <laughs> responsibilities that I have and, to and take you, care do, of, like, you know, do, do you find, can you still enjoy that conversation? Can you suspend your dad? I, 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 I can, I, I can because yeah. I, I just kind of lived through them for a bit and yeah, lived through yeah. that lens for a bit. Me too. Um, but then there reaches a point where I just can't, there's going to be a point where I can't relate anymore. And it, I, I enjoy living through them for the first half. And then the back half, I'm like, you just live in a completely different, we're just completely different people now. And when that realization hits it, it's always, it's always really weird. Um, because really like, you know, I'm the same person generally and they're the same person, but we're like, on opposite sides of this mountain and there's this big gap in between us mm -hmm. because they're not going to ever fully understand me in this being a dad and being in this situation. They're not going to, no matter how much like they see Abby or they see me or I tell them about it, they're not going to fully grasp it. Yeah. And they're so far, they're in such a different world now that even though I lived part of their life, I still now am so far removed that I will not completely understand them anymore. Right. Or it's like hard to, um, yeah, no, I, I totally, I, I totally hear you. Yeah. And then the other half of my friends who do have kids, it's like, they're just so fucking busy too. And yeah, yeah. You just, you know, get, they're you in their own it. bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I get it. I understand. And I, there's no resentment that we don't hang out. I just, they're just busy and I'm busy and it's hard. It's work to, actually to schedule time to meet you know like i'm I'm trying to schedule like uh lunch with a buddy of mine and it's honestly taken like a month and we still haven't had it we still we talk about it all the time we still haven't figured out a date that's actually going to work because like his kid has something going on at a certain time or they have like relatives coming or i don't know there's this event or that event and then it's just so hard to schedule like even if you guys want to which is also really weird because I, I see like Alicia, she's at home with Abby right now. And she has like a few friends who are on mat leave, same time as her. And you would think that they would hang out all the time because they all have kids. Everyone's stuck at home. Everyone wants to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. 
but they never meet because the babies are on like different sleep schedules or yeah. different like um I don't know they have different activities going on but even the, just the sleep schedules alone oh but 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 to it's be fair though but to be fair yeah. you're also you had your baby over the winter so if she mm. had it in so Christina had this exact same thing so Jack was born um Okay, like if if you are in your prime maternity leave during the summertime and you have friends in the summer, it changes everything because it's so much easier to just like get up and go for a walk and meet your friends. Whereas to to mentally mm. prepare, like I gotta get them, I gotta get them in their snowsuits and I gotta bring the juice and I gotta bring the Cheerios and I gotta bring yeah. the diaper and I gotta yeah. like you just talk yourself out of that. So um, I think that's where Canada, like Toronto, the weather actually plays a factor. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, but I still hear you. Like when when Christina was on mat leave, she had three of her sorry two or three of her best friends, and they would see each other like once a week, which was still a lot. But yeah. it's like holy shit! Like if I feel like if it were us, we'd be like over at each other. Like we'd just be like, okay, so whose house are we going to today? Like let's let's tag yeah. team this thing. Um, so you you would, you would think so, and I, so you know um, I'm I'm going to start taking like Fridays off uh, at at Sego. And uh, I'm just gonna what? work extra. Yeah, I'm gonna work extra from Monday to Thursday, so I can take oh, Friday. Oh shit! Off. You gotta tell me about this. Uh, that sounds amazing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and my other buddy, who's like a coworker of mine, he's he's the one who's taking a whole year off right now. And um, I'm like, dude, on Fridays, man, we're gonna link. We're gonna we're gonna do this and that. We're gonna play some slam ball at this place nearby where you can bring your kid. I'll bring my kid. We can play basketball there. Um, I'll come over. We can like uh, listen to some music or whatever realistically though You're like his kid is not gonna do any of that because his no. kid sleeps from 12 to 2 abby sleeps from 10 to 12 and 2 to 4 so it's like how do you even schedule that from 10 to man 4. wait wait until she kicks that afternoon nap that's gonna change when she drops her two mm. naps and she goes mm. to one nap, man, yeah. your life is going to change. <laughs> it just makes if, it way more complicated, right? No, for, for sure. the better because then you can yeah. actually do stuff because right yeah, now true, you're, you're true. still chained to the house. So yeah, yeah, once yeah, yeah. once they've dropped that afternoon nap, you can actually start to like go out and venture farther. And mm. um, it's like getting an extra battery in that electric car. You know, you can, you can, you can go to, you know, you can yeah, just yeah, go yeah. a little further. Um, but <laughs> no, no, but, but I, I think it's like, well, I, and again, this is, this is not an original thought, but everything, like you said, comes comes down to time, mm-hmm. and the the lens that I use for everything now is is time, mm-hmm. and a great example came up where um, this uh, my buddy Aaron who runs this uh, e liquid company he's getting into hardware, so he has this new uh, vaping. I don't know. I don't even know what you call. I'm not a vaping guy, but anyway, it's pretty cool. And he's got this massive following around. He's literally like designed a new physical device to vape things with. He's got it made in China. It's selling like crazy. It's really, really cool. And I won't get into the details, but he, he essentially came to me and said that he needs my help to build, to, you know, just to build more tech shit for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like we we started kind of negotiating more on like numbers and like you know how I would, how I was going to get paid and all that. And tr- truly, it just it was it was again. The, I realized that our our friendship can be could be in jeopardy because mm-hmm. I felt like he was maybe not being fair. He thought maybe I wasn't being fair. And when I really 
sat down and, and thought about it, it's like, we've got this great relate working relationship already. Mm-hmm. We, our kids are friends. We see each other a lot. We, um, like, I, I really don't, even if I got what I wanted in this deal, when am I going to do this in the week? Like, when am I going to have time to do this? Mm-hmm. And it, again, it's just one of those times where I, I realize that I'm, I'm just tapped out and I, but, but I could do it. I could do it and it would potentially pay my mortgage every month. Like it's, there's a lot of good reasons why I might want to do this, mm-hmm. but when I really went through it, it's like, nope, it's not worth it because this is where now I'd have to go to Christine and be like, all right, every Saturday I need to spend two hours every Saturday morning working on this. So Mm -hmm. from eight till 10 o'clock or from, you know, and I can't, I can't get up at 5am because I go to sleep at 2am. So like I need to cut into our weekend time in order to get this done. And I, I felt like I would resent him and it just would be a bad scene. And we just decided, you know what, let's just not even go down this road together. And I'm going to find someone who's going to help him and, and, it's you know it'll be fine and mm. but, but 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 again it, it came down to it's it's just time and i i really have this kind of rule where i don't want to work during those non-working hours i i get into hubba at like 9 30 and i leave at 4 35 o'clock every day mm because I really want to be home for dinner and I want to, that's really important to me to have those three or three and a half hours with my kids. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go back online and do whatever I need to do if I didn't get it done. But Mm -hmm. you know, I, it changes the quality of your work where you just, I get so much more done in the day because I know I have to get home and be with my kids and turn off my phone. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so like, it just changes the entire game because there's no time to waste. I am all fucking business at, at work. Um, I shouldn't which, say that. Which, I'm but, not. You know, but, I'm, but, but so I, I try I'm the to same be. way now, but I, I think that could be bad though too, no? It's very, I think it could be very bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't eat lunch with anybody because I just, I don't eat lunch anymore. That's another half an hour I found for, my, for myself. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, I, um, it, it, I think it could be very bad. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, well, what do you, what, what, how do you balance that at work? Um, I don't know. So I guess my, my regular schedule is like, I'll get up at six, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'll try to catch a seven o'clock train. I uh, get to the gym at like eight, work out for like an hour, go to work for nine. And I'm a little, it's kind of sucky because you're on like the go train kind of schedule. So I can catch like uh, the 5.30 train or the 6 o'clock train. But sometimes I get caught up in what I'm doing and I miss the 5.30 train. And I have to catch a 6 o'clock train. Um, and so I, I miss 6 o'clock train. I get home at like almost 7. And I hang out with Abby for maybe an hour. And then she goes to sleep. So it's not ideal because I don't, I don't get all like a ton of time with her. The other thing, which is, so if it's not Tuesday and Thursday. So if it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll generally 
uh, like Abby gets up at seven, so I will stick around and catch the eight thirty train, and then I'll still leave around like five thirty ish. Uh, I catch the five thirty train or six o'clock train, and then hang out with her for an hour after work. So I see her like maybe an hour in the morning, hour after. Right now. And is Alicia going to go back to work? Yeah, so she's going back to work, and uh, and it's funny because when you're talking about like the the people giving up. I had the exact same conversation with Alicia. I'm like, are you going to, you know, what What do you want to be doing at work? She's like, I just want to be doing just enough. You know, I, I don't, like, work is work. I just want to kind of clock in, clock out, and come home and not have extra stress in my life. I just want to be here and hang out with my baby. And um, I totally respect that. Absolutely, it, it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so this is, I guess, when I was talking about like taking working extra Monday to Thursday and taking the Fridays because we have to. We're gonna put Abby in daycare at like eighteen months, uh, mm-hmm. but right now we're at the kind of year mark, so we need to bridge this kind of uh, daycare situation. Yeah, we have to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom is gonna watch her, and she's my mom's happy to watch her five days a week, but I think that's a little too much. Uh, <laughs> this is I, exactly what happened with us. Yeah. Oh, so anyways, I'm going to take my Friday to hang out with Abby for a day. Uh, and then Alicia is going to some days going to work on the weekend so she can take a day off in the weekday. And my mom might watch her three days a week. Yep. So that's what we're going to try for six months. Um, that's a great plan, man. It's great that you have that help. And we, we were the same where we didn't our mother. My mother-in-law offered to do full time. Mm-hmm. And we just said, like, you know, that's not fair for you. Like, you mm-hmm. you raised, you know, you raised a whole family for all these years. Like, mm-hmm. you've earned some time to yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. And she really would have done it and never complained. And she's, like, she's such a loving person, just I'm sure the mm-hmm. way your mom is. But it's it was absolutely the right decision where we – so we ended up um, – we yeah we we got like once they got into daycare they do two days at my mother-in-law's three days at daycare mm. and it's perfect because like grandma's happy because she gets to see the kids she gets to have that special kind of bond with them but then like grandma can like get her hair cut and mm-hmm. can like go to the doctors yeah. and yeah. can like you know yeah. see her friends if she like you know like without feeling like she's a mother who has to now you know, look after these kids and has no support of her own. Like it's like going right back to being a, a mom again and yeah, not having totally. a support network. So totally. if you can swing that, I think that everybody will be so happy. So I'm glad that you guys are. Um, and so Christina and I now are starting to, we're having a similar discussion where, so Jack by some lottery got into this special uh, public school, but it was like a lottery thing. Mm. And it's like a, anyway, it's, it's kind of like a Montessori, it's like some experimental learning thing that's getting great reviews and we put him in the lottery and he won. So we're going to give it a shot and, but it's a little far away. It's not like that far away, but it's a little far away Mm -hmm. and there's no after school programs. Mm -hmm. There's no like, so at three o'clock, someone's got to pick up Jack (laughs) and um, and in September, he's at three o'clock now, like he's, <laughs> they're like, okay, bye. <laughs> See you yeah. tomorrow. So yeah. 
we are going to do like uh, my mom might start like my mom is still she's like 70 years old and going strong mm-hmm. at work. She fucking loves her job. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's probably going to start winding down. She's going to help. My mother-in-law will help. And then Christine and I are probably each going to like I'm I haven't even told my my company this, but I'm probably going to not take a I might not take a full day, but I might be like, all right, I'm going to work half days on on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um or when it were whenever and then I'm going to you know make up that time however I I have to mm-hmm. um and yeah it's tough man like it's it's uh but but you do it right like you make those you'll make those adjustments but going back to the idea of like of like the friend thing you it becomes really easy to start making decisions on like what doesn't make the cut right like mm-hmm. and I was thinking like, um, so I, I have a lot of, uh, you know, just colleagues and old friends and stuff that I have on like messenger and telegram and WhatsApp and all these other messaging things. And like, I, I get messages from people and I honestly just don't even, I, it's not even like I'm, I'm ignoring them. I just, I get busy and then two or three days go by and I look and I've got a message and I haven't responded. And I used to feel kind of guilty about that. And now I've just sort of, I'm just like, fuck, I'm busy. <laughs> like, I, 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 this is something that I, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just, I, I don't have time all the time to, to pay attention to this stuff. Mm -hmm. And if like, you can't understand that. And most of them are totally understanding because none of them have kids Mm -hmm. and they're like, Hey, I know you're busy. Like, whatever, like, don't worry about it. But for the ones who don't have that reaction and you can kind of tell it's a little different. It's sort of Mm -hmm. like, you know what? (sighs) We're probably not going to be friends in the next in the next year like it's because i'm telling you right now i'm not changing like and yeah i kind of love my kids more than i love you i i'm sorry but it's if i had to pick your your cut in a new york minute so um i gotta i i but i also think like uh like Ken, we have these discussions sometimes i'm like okay like we're gonna record this on um what like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't know. And I was like, when do you want to do this? You're like, oh, let's do it tonight. Oh, no, okay, hold it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. And I feel like, Ken, you just got to be straight with me. Just tell me no. Like, tell me, like, let's do it next week. I'm happy with that. But I also feel like you're 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 a pleaser. And I'm also a, a bit of a pleaser. So you want to make it happen. So I, I, I make all these commitments with people. Not all, like, as much anymore. But I, I tell people, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Let's meet it. And then I will have to kind of bail on them when I realize that my life is just too busy. That's fair. And to be honest, last week was a total anomaly where I, I, it was just like all of my things were coming together. So, um, no, I feel like you and I have a relationship now where I can be totally straight with you and just say like, I'm not, no. And I would feel very, I legitimately thought that it was going to be the next night and then the next night. Um, so no, I that wasn't me trying to please you. That was literally being like, I I was just too ambitious with my own my own time. No, um, that, that's that's the thing. Like I I find even with with me, I feel like I still have that kind of ambition with my time, and I don't really realize all the time that I don't. Yeah, that you don't that. have it. I, I yeah. yes, dude. I this is the realization I had last week, where. Yeah it was a very humbling experience where I realized that I got to be very careful here because I, 
it, it's almost like, and it's, it's funny because I, I had a physical, a visceral experience of this where Christina's training for this 10K mm-hmm. and she, you know, this fucking superhero that she is, just like, she's like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go try to run 10K. I don't know. I'll probably just run 2K and I'll be back in like 20 minutes. She comes back in like 48 minutes. She's like, yeah, I just did 8K. And she's just like feeling great. I'm like, fuck. Okay. So I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> so last Saturday I, I, I tried to run uh, 8K and I did 7K and like coughing up blood. Like I was, I was like, my asthma was in full gear. I was like, I am out of fucking shape like just a visceral reminder of you know i'm not 25 yeah and but it was a it was a it was a a reflection of of another lesson i learned last week which is i just i'm so bad at at overestimating um or wait i underestimate i guess Mm -hmm. and i look at my day and i'm like man i can get so much shit done today and then this little fire happens and then this little thing happens and then all of a sudden it's lunchtime and I'm like, well, I don't eat lunch. So that's great. I have an extra half an hour. And then I go to hacker news and I'm like, Oh, that looks interesting. And then now I lo- I've lost my half an hour. And then, um, you, you know, and all, all of a sudden it's like the day goes by and then you're like, yeah, it's five o'clock. I got to go home. I got to buy. And then you're in kid mode and then you're fucking exhausted after that. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you're, um so yeah and then and and then do you do you get those moments where you're like like what am i doing yeah like i make it okay so so this week i have a whole bunch of just lunch meetings with people because oh oh, yeah because people like they want to hang out i'm like i can't uh or they want to meet i'm like i i can meet you at lunch but i I can't stay after like (laughs) i'm the exact same oh and it's and it's yeah okay go on go on so so then basically my whole week i have like a lunch thing like with different people okay all week every day and then there's meetings around this so like today i had a meeting at 10 at 11 i had my lunch meeting from 12 to like 1 i had a meeting at 1 1 30 and 2 o'clock yeah and then, you're not so, getting any work done yeah and but a big part of my job is kind of meetings i guess right sure but like, sure sure but you still need that your own time to feel like yeah you're on top of things and like and oh you know what that's what happened last week i didn't have the time to and like going back to like the getting things done thing or whatever yeah. system you use yeah. i was not on top of my shit you know like mm-hmm. i or I, I I actually was, but I was worried that I wasn't. Like I didn't have that time to s- step back and be like, "Am I working on the right things right now? Am I, am I really?" Yeah. Because I was just, I had this, I had a, a, a deadline to hit for this project I had at work, and I was so myopically focused on it that I realized like I am not spending the time I need to with my team. Like my team mm-hmm. needs me right now, and I'm mm-hmm. in a fucking black hole of my own making. Yeah. Um, and, and, and honestly with, with the lunch meetings, I, I, I kind of did the same thing as you, or I would book a lot of these cause I had the exact same script. Like I, I'm not going to meet with you if I could be making dinner for my kids. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just, we're going to have to do it at lunch or yeah. for, or for breakfast. Yeah. Um, and, but then all of a sudden I'm like in a swing of things at like 10 o'clock, I'm getting a lot of shit done. 
And I'm like, I don't want to go have lunch with this person right now. Like, <laughs> that's like the last thing I want to do right now. Um, but but I'm, but I've also tried to. I used to bail all the time, and I'm really trying to change that. So I, I go to I go to all of them that I book. I, I never I, know. I never yeah. don't go. Um, so today and, same 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 thing. Like I, I, during my eleven o'clock meeting, I was like, I should cancel. I should cancel the twelve o'clock. And I just canceled lunch. We'll do it next week. It's not a big deal. He's not going to care. Right. And I was like, fuck. I, no, I should just, I, I can't be all talk. Like, I got to follow how many, How many fake excuses did you run through in your head and do a, a believability? <laughs> like, okay, does this sound believable? Does this sound believable? Um, I had five. I had probably like five. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, and, 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 and what's funny is, like, I have had to cancel lunches for real excuses like Mm -hmm. my son threw up on me out of nowhere and i have to stay home today and i always wonder if they believe it or not like um but um i I really try not to i'm guilty of faking an excuse to cancel a lunch but um i i I try not to because i think it's a real slippery slippery slope yeah man um so it, and it's even weird. Uh, this is obviously really new to me, but like we we talked about this a little bit last week. Is like, so Abby got sick, and like the whole family got sick, and I that week I got bailed on like two or three times by sorry two by two or three different people saying like their kids sick so they couldn't meet. And a part of me was like, yo, that, this is kind of bullshit. Like you're totally one of you for sure is giving me just a fake excuse for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then it happened to me, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" Like Abby's sick, and I don't, I don't know if I should bring her out because parents get sensitive about that. You bring a sick baby out, then you're like, "Oh, oh you're trying dude, to affect my whole family unit, yeah, and take, take all of us out." Yeah. Um. So then I busted out to this guy who we've been trying to meet for months, and we didn't. And I, I told him like, "Abby's sick. Maybe we should reschedule." And then I'm like, "This guy probably thinks I'm full of shit for sure. He thinks I'm full of shit." Um. So and, and is, this, is this like a play date with your kids? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's more like a lunch and we're going to meet each other's kids. Like we've never actually met. Uh, oh, OK. Each right, kids. right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not super close with this guy. So he's probably, you know, it's 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 hard to bail on someone when you're not super close with them either. In some ways, because like for, for you, if I couldn't meet you, I'd be like, Ken, I can't make it, man. Sorry. But if I don't know you that well i also i don't feel like i i should do that i should bail on you well yeah because it's like you your your reputation is less like yeah i i I know you i i know who you are like i know you're an honest stand-up guy so if you say kent i can't make it i'm like yeah you can't make it but if it's the first time we're meeting all of a sudden i'm like man this guy is like is he just like a chronic bailer or is he just like all talk and it's like the samir thing like Mm -hmm. that's why you have to interview Samir no matter what, like you have to, because you don't want to be that guy. And, and you know what, what, but here's what I find interesting. So Christine and I, a lot of times we look at our, our calendars, like, especially on the weekends, like on a Friday night, we kind of like are prepping ourselves for what we're getting into. And we're like, man, are we those parents that like over plan our kids? Like, do we, do we like, are we loading too much into their schedule? And, Mm. and we really, we try to be conscious of this and, but you know what? When we like get together with our cousins that we haven't seen in a while, even if our kids are like, like we, you know, they had a rough night and like we could easily call an excuse and be like, sorry, guys, Jack woke up three times last night. We're, we're tired. 
-hmm. every time they do come over and you and you just sort of like suck it up we have so much fun and then they leave and we're like oh my god like why did we even think about bailing on this like that was and we need to do this more often like we need we need to do this we need to have a different meet up every week with with like because you always walk away being like that was a great use of of three hours like that was so much fun yeah and and what i realized with with meetings is that i don't have that same feeling where there are some people i'll have lunch with and i'm like fuck yeah that was amazing um we should do that more often and then other people i'm like uh i easily could have you know this was not worth it for me yeah and what i realized what i'm trying to just do is just be pretty I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a dick when it comes to my time. So, mm. if if you ask like, hey, like I, I don't know if you get this. I think it's because I have the word growth in my title on LinkedIn. I probably get three or four people a week, being like, hey, I saw. I'm trying to get into becoming a growth hacker. I'd love to take you out for a coffee, mm-hmm. and I just flat out say no now. Yeah. So. And I know that that makes me kind of feel like a diva or a dick. And, but I feel like it's better that I say no than just ignore them. Mm-hmm. So I just write back and say, Hey, um, you know, thank you so much. I, uh, you know, as much as I'd love to get together with you, um, I really don't have time to, to meet you. Um, here are some books that I found really valuable. I think you should go build something and best of luck. Have yeah. fun, yeah. <laughs> Kent. Like, yeah. you know, and, that's where I've been making more conscious decisions to just like protect my time. And, Mm -hmm. and I tell my team this a lot because I don't think it it took me a long time to learn this idea of protecting your time. Mm -hmm. So the most important meeting is the meeting you have with yourself. So I book myself for meetings every Sunday. I book in my, I have two hour blocks up with myself every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Now my team can book into those or book like only my team or my boss can book those meetings. So Mm. if I get a meeting from someone in another team, I don't care how important it is. If it's in my maker time, you get a decline from me. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it's my team or if it's my boss, then I'll, I'll take the meeting. And if I didn't have those blocks of time to really like, that's when I think about those questions I talked about, like, Mm -hmm. am I focusing on the right things? Am I doing enough on SEO? Should I be partnering with this company? How do I, Mm start thinking about um, what Alexa is going to mean for wholesale search. Like Mm -hmm. those are, if I don't block that time for myself, Mm -hmm. then I have to do it at night and I don't have time Mm -hmm. to do it at night. So I have to do it during the day and I have to be just like militant about my time. And yeah, but, but then I feel like I become this robotic dick sometimes where people are like, I've never seen you eat in this. Like I've never seen you eat. Like my co-op a, two, a week ago said, Kent, I've been here for three and a half months and this is the first time I've seen you eat. And you, I'm like, you, you put them on the ketone diet, man. Yeah. I was like, well, that's cause you haven't learned about intermittent fasting. How much time do you have? Um, <laughs> but I also got feedback from two of my co-ops that people think I'm kind of scary at the office and like, mm. um, I'm, I'm not the most approachable person. Yeah. And part of me was like, yes <laughs> like it's working like you know but then part of me was like no that's not me i'm i don't want to be that guy you know 
you know what's funny though it's like those same people they might listen to this podcast and they're like how does ken have two hours of his time just talk shit with this guy nick and he doesn't have time to eat lunch or just like talk to me for five five minutes ten minutes in a day (laughs) yeah maybe maybe right like i i kind of think like that would i i think my some of my coworkers might think that about me for sure um but whatever, man. The, the, but, 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 yeah, yeah. But this, but I think what you said, and I, you stole the words right out of my mouth. This isn't about us. Like this mm. is for this is for Jack, Emma, and Abby. Yeah. And I feel the True. same way. Yeah. Like if I didn't feel like this was somehow going to help them, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And frankly, yeah. the people that you work with will come and go, yeah. and your kids. And I won't. I will be a constant in your life, Nick. You will not get rid of me. <laughs> I and as well, man. I as well. You know what? I, 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 I don't even know if I should say this or not. But so I, I, one of the things I, I really do on a regular basis is uh, I, I do a lot of uh, this stuff called positive visualization. Okay. I do it on the train. It's t- typically when I do it. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll. Um, I do it for things big and small. So it could be something as simple as if I have like a goal at work, I will actually visualize myself writing an email to my team celebrating the goal that we just achieved, even though I have no idea how we're going to achieve it yet. Mm-hmm. So, and I will literally write that email. I might even write it and not send it. I might mm. see myself writing it in my mind's eye and not actually do anything. And I had this moment a couple weeks ago where you and I looked a lot older and we were at University of Toronto talking on a stage in front of a small group of people. Mm. And I thought to myself, yeah, like that would be a good goal. If we could get invited back to the University of Toronto to talk to 50 people in five to 10 years, then this podcast has... (laughs) succeeded yeah you know and and really like i I had this vision of you and i on stage sitting beside each other together and that being really kind of special and i was like you're like i kind of just realized like you're you're a fixture in my life like you're not going anywhere i'm not gonna let you you know even if you wanted to leave i'm not i'm gonna i'm not gonna (laughs) let you go um it's it's, it's like you talked we talked about before man like i have I spend more time talking to you than I probably do Alicia in, in almost a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy, man. Um, but it's true, though. And uh, you, I was going to ask you, actually, what, what we should do is, um, you know, all these how, episodes, how, do you do you save them? The ones you edited, do you, do you save them somewhere? Mm, I have the raws. I don't save the edits. No, shit. Because I have like the wave files, uh, like oh, for the, oh, one that, I, the one I, I edited. I have like the I have the MP3s of the final copy that I edited. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Can we even download them all on Fireside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could download them all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because we should, uh, in case Fireside ever goes down, it's it's a. I I think it'd be cool, like almost like a time capsule, like when, you know, Jack, Emma, Abby, they're older, they can one day listen to this and they're like, Oh, that's really weird and interesting. Like I, I would love if I could hear something from my like dad. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I would think so at least. Yeah. 
Well, can uh-huh. I tell you something? Well, one of the highest compliments I got on this podcast, and I won't mm-hmm. I won't name their name, uh, just not to embarrass them, but so it's a good friend of mine, and and he said, you know, I don't I don't get a chance to talk to you like I used to, mm-hmm. and I just like I just like hearing you talk. Like I don't mm-hmm. even care what you're talking about. I just feel like you're. I just feel like we're kind of having a conversation, and I'll just put you on, and 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 it's like. I I know exactly what he means and it's the reason why I like listening to other people's podcasts where it's not very edited it's just two people talking mm-hmm. because you and and that's why and I said to him I like I want you to make a podcast because I don't I don't get a chance to talk to you very much and I would love to know what you think about this Facebook and Cambridge Analytica thing I would love mm-hmm. to know what you think about um you know how your life has changed through parenting. Um, and you know, it's, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, everyone kind of makes this joke, like everybody has a podcast. Yeah. And so they should like, it's, it's this great way to get to know somebody's thoughts in a pretty unfiltered kind of a way. And, um, but isn't it, isn't it kind of weird though? Because like it's, you would tell your buddy to start his own podcast so you can hear him talk, but then you're going to spend the time to listen to it. But like, why wouldn't you just call him? No, but, but because it, it's, it, it's like, it scales, right? It's the same mm-hmm. reason. Like, why do you write, why do you write a blog post? Why do you write a mm-hmm. book? Mm-hmm. Because then you can scale that message to like, you know, it's like, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's asynchronous. So, like we actually don't have a lot of time in our life that yeah. overlaps. Yeah. So he can listen to it whenever he wants. I yeah. mean, if I if I was able to just listen to my friends talk about anything whenever I wanted, I would I would pay a lot of money for that for that. Yeah, you true, know? true. Especially the, my the, dad. The, or especially the, 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 my Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? Just a, um, the, asynchronous, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. It, it's it's funny like when i was younger my dad would always be preaching this idea of like power blocking your time and like if you're gonna like sit down for two hours and just get it done like if you're gonna work on your like math homework just don't be trying to watch tv right and talking to your brother and and like talking to your friend and doing <laughs> this and that like just sit down for an hour do your math and you're, you're done and you can do whatever you done. want after yeah yeah great advice hard to follow but super hard to follow and i've never like most of my life i've never been able to follow that and do you well, go ahead sorry well like i don't know like at, at university you'd have like a, a math problem that you're working on and i would say no to going out i'm like no no i gotta work on this math uh, problem problem set. I, I can't I can't go out. I gotta finish my my assignment. <laughs> I know exactly what you're gonna say. I did shit all for the whole, yeah, the whole yeah. weekend. You like you like, like watch watch like YouTube clips or like watch a movie or yeah. And yeah. basically, I would get it done on like then Sunday I, like, night. Yeah, five minutes. At like before. one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I would I would get it done. And I'm yeah. like I could have probably went out. I could have finished this. I could have done that. And no, I saved it for the last minute. I put, I did an all nighter. I finished it like that. And. I, I don't know like why why did I do that? It makes no sense. Like okay, but I, but I I think that did you feel like you're getting better at that as time goes on? Now I have to because right, like I just don't right. have that time to piss away. But but maybe the wisdom came from your dad having kids. Like I, I think that true. 
because I was the exact same way and mm-hmm. I knew exactly what you were going to say because um, and even even sometimes like in, in, in the past few weeks, I noticed that I've been getting into this really bad habit where when the kids go to sleep uh, and like Christina's asleep or, or maybe she's doing work and I'll like sit down to do able cells or something, I will start listening to a podcast. So now yeah. I'm I'm doing able cells and I'm listening to a podcast and I'm like, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I'm distracted. I'm not really paying attention. I'm tired. Like, but it's almost like this pencil problem. It's like this, it's like this defense mechanism of my brain being like, what you're about to do is really hard. We don't have a lot of energy left in the tank. So let's listen to a podcast and hopefully you get distracted enough and you stop doing this or something. Like, that's literally what I think is going on. And yeah. now it's like this fight I have to take that fucking earpod out of my ear and put it on the table while I'm working at one o'clock in the morning. Because if I just focused and got it done, I could be done in 25 minutes. Yeah. Like my what I need to do for able cells every day is a 30 minute job. Yeah. But if I'm listening to a Sam Harris podcast, I'm like, it's going to take me an hour and a half to get that done. Yeah. And now I'm tired and now I'm feeling stupid and like what and I wasn't even really listening to the podcast anyway and then like you know and like why do yeah. we do that stupid shit like why don't we just take your dad's advice and um, I, I don't know it's it's crazy it's so like I, I'm a lot better of it now I'm better at it now like even I actually don't even listen to podcasts much anymore because like I'm on the go train and that's when I usually listen to the podcast but I'm writing a lot and I find it very hard to listen to a podcast and write at the same time. Oh, yeah. Near impossible for me. And even like if it's like new music, I won't listen to new music. It has to be like kind of like music I already know. Yep. Or I get distracted. Um, or even like when I read a book now, I this is why I, I found it hard to listen to. You, you're trying to put me on Audible. And I listened to one book on Audible and I found it really hard to focus because like it's just I'm listening to something so I'm like oh because I'm listening I could like text somebody or I can check a basketball score I can do this and that and then I just wasn't digesting anything right versus a physical book I just sit down and read and I can't yeah, do anything else f- forces you to be more present yeah but I but I, I I think you probably read five times more books than I do because you can still do it at double speed and you know you're probably ingesting it more content in a, a same kind of time time frame maybe but like i'm kind of like you now where i use the go train to work as like a contemplative um meditation slash visualization mm-hmm. um but more more like only because i can't normally get a seat so mm-hmm. um if i had a seat i'd probably be working and mm-hmm. then coming home i work but then mm. I listen to podcasts or books while I'm walking to work. That's when I get my, my listening mm. done because I have 20 mm-hmm. minutes both ways. Right. So I have 40 minutes a day. And yeah, I can I can crush I, a book in six or seven days. Yeah. Huh. Well, okay, I got I got one, one last question for you, man. And then maybe we should we wrap it up. Um, how did you get over the guilt of, you know, leaving – or maybe there wasn't any guilt, but like you leave it at like four thirty every day, right? Yep. And do you ever feel guilty about that? All the time. How how'd you get over that? Because I I feel guilty leaving. Even I feel guilty even leaving at like five ten. 
and sorry, I don't leave at four thirty every day. So I typically am on the f- like the latest train I'm on. Like so, mm-hmm. today I was on the f- the five thirty. Okay. No, today I was on the six o'clock, which was okay. rare. So normally mm-hmm. I'm on the five. F- uh, sorry, normally I'm on the five fifteen. Okay. Which means I leave around ten to five. Okay. Um. And I think there there's a there's a few. Okay, well, uh, okay, a couple things. I didn't do it when I first started at Hubba. So for the first six months, I was pretty like button seat to kind of get a lay of the land and and figure shit out. Probably not even Mm -hmm. six months, probably like three months. Then I I flat out just asked. So I I told my boss, here's what's important to me. Um, It's really important to me that I'm home for three hours a night having time with my family. Mm-hmm. And what I can promise you is that I will never miss a deadline. I will never miss a due date. I will never miss, um, like, so is it okay with you if I go at 4.30 um, on most days or some days? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Great. Mm-hmm. Then I know it kind of sounds kind of cocky. I just made myself so productive and indispensable that, nobody questions when I come or when I go. Mm. So Mm. I work, I, my output is so high that nobody can ever say, yeah, but Kent and Kent leaves at four 30. They say like, how does Kent do that? And he leaves at four 30. That's what I want them to be thinking. So Mm -hmm. I've managed to be so productive and in the right areas that have, have affected the business such that it's very hard for someone to point at, yeah, but he leaves at four thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, if my but, boss but, says you go, you know, and if my boss says you got to stay till six, then I'm going to stay. Or if I have to be up till midnight working yeah. on Hubba stuff, I'll be up till midnight, and I don't complain. Yeah. But but even that, like, I I feel like, um, you know, I I I kill it at work, and I don't think anyone's going to question if like I'm productive at work or if I, I'm killing it or not. But. Even still, like I still feel guilty. I don't know why. I, I I think partly it's like the optics of it all. Like I feel like um, maybe there's a, a responsibility that if I'm there, then I'm setting a tone for everybody else. And I feel like, oh, am I gonna just make the whole team soft in a way? I don't. I don't know if that's like a legit thing or not. And I don't know if I even have that kind of responsibility. Um, but it's also like. I don't know, like when you see everyone's just working hard on something and they're like, oh, well, Nick left already. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, even though I, I I don't think anyone would question at all, like whether I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going all like full hog oh. or not. Well, no. And, and I and I say that and that's just my impression. Like, I mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong. People could be like, oh, my God, Kent leaves that. Like, you know, I um, I think that. The truth is that as long as your team is okay with it and mm. as long as your boss is okay with it, um, it really doesn't matter. And as long as you're, you're getting your, 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 your metrics and your, like, I, th- to me, that's what, what, what it all comes down to. Like, For sure. m- like my boss can tell me, yeah, you can go home whenever you want. I don't care mm. if you even come into the office. Everyone kind of says that. But as soon as your numbers start slipping – the first thing they're going to ask you is like, so maybe you could stay a little later? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that 
as long as your numbers just never slip, then you won't get that question. Or, mm-hmm. um, so I think it's almost good though that we do feel guilty. Like I, um, yeah, I, I do. I, I was, and some days I don't get in till nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and on those days, then I really make a point of being like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be visibly online at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, just mm-hmm. to show people that I'm not just having a ride here, you know? Yeah. Um, mm. and then I also try to ask myself, like, if it were me, like if I was the boss, if I was Ben, what, like, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, it would probably piss me off that this director was going home at, f- you know, five o'clock and I'm sitting here till, I got two kids and I'm staying here till seven o'clock, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think that if, if the, 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 the business responsibilities that that person have has is, is going really well and their team mm-hmm. is happy and productive, like mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't care as much. And that's kind of my, that's how I try yeah. to, yeah. that's how I try to do it. Yeah. Um, Cool, man. I, I think it's just a, a weird internal thing I need to kind of get over. I and think you do. Like, I think, yeah. I think it's like, but, but I do think you need to externally just do a check-in if you never have and make sure like, Hey, like what, like, what do you, what do you think here? Like, is this, yeah. and if people are like, yeah, it's kind of weird, then you maybe you, you know, maybe you have, I don't know, you, maybe you have a problem, but mm-hmm. I don't think you, I don't think you do. Yeah. Um, but it's, 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 yeah, good, fair, fair point, man. Um, but anyways, man, <laughs> dude, I think this was a good episode. I don't know if this is a, it's like, this is a little different than our normal topics. I think. Yeah. This was really just like a conversation that you and I would have on a, on a, on a, on a lunch date. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, I, I'm curious because I wonder if our audience is going to like this episode or not. Hey, bring it back. Bring it back. Now double your money and make a stack. I'm on to the next one. I'm on to the next one.